the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next uh, two hours, we're here talking about car, car repair, when do I do this, when do I do that, my shop says this, my shop says that. This is what uh, Google said I should do to my car. All those kinds of things. I'm 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 a little bit better than the Google guys because I've been in the car repair industry since 1968 when I started pumping gas in high school. And today we own a shop that repairs cars. And this sto- this radio station is not about my shop. It's about you and your car problems. This is kind of paying back for um, for some of the blessings that we've had. So talking about your car. I don't have an agenda. The last thing I'm going to say to you is, is bring it to the shop. That's not what this is about. It's just about helping you understand and helping you determine what's best for you and your car. I'm really good at questions and arguments between husbands and wives. I typically side with the wife just because it's less dangerous for me. But by the same token, um, that kind of discussion can happen. So 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. One of my friends, Tom, I've known since 1983, owns Action Auto Repair up on I-17 in Deer Valley. He's a good guy. His shop is is well-staffed, and it's stocked with all the necessary tools and scanners and computers needed to look at your car, talk to your car, stuff like that. He has ASE certified technicians, and he has ASE master certified technicians, which is the highest certification you can have in the auto industry. And by the way, I've been certified as a master tech since 1991. So Tom knows the difference between right and wrong. He's a good guy, and his staff and his um, business practices mimic his own morals. So if you're up near I-17 and Deer Valley, then Tom at Action Auto, he's on the northwest corner corner of I-17 and Deer Valley. He's a good guy to go. This week in the car business has been kind of exciting because there's just been a whole lot of stuff going on. There's lots of people that are getting ready to uh, come back from vacation or go on vacation or go someplace. And when we talk about that kind of stuff, it's easy to miss some of the finer points, the ones that typically cause problems. So, again, if you have a a question, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And all you have to do is... is I'm already, I'm already going to know your name because Gil's going to answer the phone and he's going to say Ron's online too. And so I'll know your name. Tell me about your year making model of your car and then let's talk about the symptoms. I'm not interested in talking about what Google said about your car. I want to ask questions. Yes, you have a vibration. Okay. When you drive down the road, is the vibration sensitive to speed? Otherwise, is it gone at 30 miles an hour but comes on with a vengeance at 55 or is it there all the time? 
Now when you have this vibration, does it shake the seat of your pants or does it shake the steering wheel or does it shake the whole car? Those are the kinds of things that anybody's going to need in order to help identify the car problem with your car. And if those people aren't asking you those kinds of questions on the internet, that's because you're talking to the local pizza delivery guy who's pretending to be an ASE master certified technician and he's going to help you fix your car. But in reality, he lives in your town and he's probably going to send you to the local auto parts store to buy a bunch of parts and have his best buddy put them on. I suggest to you that hist historically, that's been a bad idea. Honest, when I, I'm, I'm honest when I tell you that th at least three times a week we get cars come in with people who have tried and failed to fix th their own cars or they, they, they went on the Internet. It, there's nothing wrong with that. He, even I go to the Internet. The other day I had a, a horse with a nail sticking through their foot. And so I went on the Internet and Googled up some horse vets and said nail and and infected nail and, and I basically did with bleach and stuff what they told me to do. So I do that too, but there has to be give and take. So that's how it works. 602-508-0960. One of the things that's causing a problem in our industry right now is is that not all the shops are on the same page and that's never happened before so it's no surprise to me. But your owner's manual is the manual for your car. No one can overrule the owner's manual. There is nothing in the owner's manual where someone says should tell you, well, I know you have a 10,000-mile oil change, but you really should change it at 5. That's a real self-serving statement. That's something that you should ignore. The owner's manual is the Bible, and it's written for your car, and you should follow that as closely as possible. There's also things in the owner's manual that you should pay attention to. For instance, on an oil change, it may say, change your oil annually or at every 10,000 miles. So there's two different stopping points. We have customers in retirement communities that put on 3,000 miles a year. So I'm going to put a 10,000-mile oil in their car, and in reality, they're only going to use the third of it, but it still needs to be changed annually. There's other options. I could drop down a grade to a semi-synthetic or a conventional oil. Both of those cover 3,000 miles, and that would be an appropriate thing for me to do but I'm coming off the top and I'm coming down, but I'm putting an oil that matches the interval. So the oil that we've been brought up with is called conventional oil, engine oil. That has a three to 5,000 mile oil change interval. Now we have a semi-synthetic, and nobody will tell us whether the semi and the synthetic, what the percentages are. Is it 50% conventional and 50% synthetic, or is it 90-10 or 10-90? So you don't really know. <laughs> you just don't know. But the semi-synthetics are about 7,500 upwards to about 10,000. And then from there, you've got synthetics that go from 10 to 15,000 miles. So it's okay for the shop to vary the quality of the oil based on your driving habits and your annual mileage. That's okay. We're not in violation of the owner's manual. We're just adapting to your mileage. It's no different than transmission services. We used to be able to flush your transmission or change your fluid every year. And now we don't even touch the transmission until it's got 100,000 miles on it. There's nothing to do. Just leave it alone. It's got a premium fluid in it. The transmissions of today make the old ones look like Fred Flintstone's car. So you have all these dynamics that go along with all of this. But right now what's going on that I object to and that you need to watch out for is, is that they'll sell you a synthetic oil that has a 10,000 mile oil change interval, a minimum 
of 10,000 and they'll put the door sticker on your windshield and they'll call you back at 3,000 or 5,000. That's just not right. We should not be doing that. If we're going to charge you $150 plus or minus $50 for a synthetic oil change, we should tell you about the benefits. So we should put in there that your next oil change is at 10,000 miles. That's it. We should tell you that. We should not tell you to come back at 3,000 miles. That's not right. That's, you know, we're selling you premium oil, but we're denying you the option of using that oil um, throughout the entire life of the oil. It's the same way with gasoline. It's the same way with a lot of things on your car. Things have changed. And the reason why our industry is struggling, the repair industry is struggling, is because we used to be able to see every 3,000 miles and every other oil change, we rotate your tires, and then at 30,000 miles we'd start doing stuff like spark plugs, and then we would do stuff like flushing. We would flush the cooling system. We, we may or may not flush your brake system. Um, we would do belts and hoses at 50, 60, or 70. And so we, we had you in a lot of times in the first 100,000 miles. And basically, if you adhered to the stickers, every 3,000 miles you came in. Well, today and for the last five years, at least the last five years, maybe 10, your oil change interval has gone to a 10,000-mile interval. So in reality, we should see you maybe once a year, sometimes twice a year. But that's what it's really all about. The fluids and the parts on your car, especially the fluids on your car, are so far superior to the ones that I grew up with in the 70s and that you're, you grew up with in the 70s. It, it's just the difference between night and day. So those are the kinds of issues that we have in the, in the industry. And one of the things I hear on the show on a regular basis is I took my car in for an oil change and they told me I needed this, 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 this. And they're giving you a laundry list of things that you need. Here's your self-defense for car expense. Mark says, say to them, and especially this works for the ladies, but for the guys too, just write it down for me. Just write it down what I need. Tell me, you know, at what mileage it's due, and then give me how much I'm going to spend, and then staple your business card to it. You see, when you ask those kinds of questions, and they're all valid questions, and they all have a good answer, if you don't get what you asked for, it's because what they told you isn't true. And nobody's going to write down something that isn't true and tell you it is true. So, And then a lot of times they won't staple their business card to the, the, the document they're giving you because they don't want to be tied to the document because the information they give you might have been fudged at the very nicest and just an outright lie at the very worst. So I would say of all the shops, that, and I've been in Arizona all my life, and of all the shops in Phoenix, and I think I've, I've met... Um, certainly 75% of the owners, there's really some good shops in town. But there's also some really bad shops in town, and I'm not going to share that list with you. All I'm going to tell you is, is I'll tell you where the good ones are at. You can go to MarkSalem.com and find good ones in your neighborhood. I'll give you another example of another good one is Sun City. Sun City has lots of repair shops, but Auto Dynamics is my favorite. I've known the family for a long time. As a matter of fact, Chuck the dad, I've, owned, I've known him since the 70s. He worked at a gas station, and he was a lot, he's older than I am, but that's where I met him was when I was in high school. So Auto, Automotive Dynamics has staff and technicians that aren't paid a commission or a percentage of a repair bill, so therefore they won't sell unnecessary parts or labor. There's no financial benefit. So in my opinion, 
and since 1982, Auto Dynamics is Sun City's best repair shop. They're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue, and Derek, which is Chuck's son, is at the uh, repair shop pretty much every day. So it's a family kind of operation, and it's something that if you don't have a shop in Sun City, then that would be a good place for you to try. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question or a car problem. 602 what is that again? 508-0960. Thank you. And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, 888-960-9696. 888-960-9696. And it's surprising to me that we have quite a few people on the Internet that listen to the show, and I don't give out that 800 number as much as I should. But in reality, if you call the regular number, 602-508-0960, it's pretty much the same place. Gil's the one that runs the show. He's the one in the studio, and he's pushing all the buttons, and he makes me hit my marks, and we hit all of our stopping points, and then I'm awake when he calls on me and all that kind of stuff. So he's kind of like the school marm, and I'm kind of like the Dennis the Menace. So they put me on like a two-day delay so that if I make a mistake, it doesn't cost us a lot of heartache. The voices that speak for you at your fingertips anytime. Prager, Gorka, Elder, Kirk, and more. Live on the 960 The Patriot app. You can listen to The Patriot in many different places, but with The Patriot app, you get access to your favorite shows live, Patriot podcasts, one click to The Patriot website, or to call the station. And you can even set an alarm to wake up to 960. Download the app today on your app store. 960 The Patriot app, the voice that speaks for you. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. It's Mattress Firm's biggest 4th of July sale ever. Hurry in and get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen bed for the price of a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend just $6.99 on Sealy. Or save $500 on all Tempur-Pedic Breeze mattresses. With our low price guarantee, you can rest assured you'll get the best bed at the best price. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. 
It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. I am proud to be a member. I am proud to protect our Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. A place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot. Well, welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're sitting here talking about car and car repair problems, and you're welcome to join us. We're going to get to Jim in just a second. But first of all, the phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And I know for sure that we hit Portersville, California, just in case anybody's listening. Nevertheless, let's go to the phones, and let's talk with Jim first. Jim, good morning. Uh, Good morning, Mark. Yeah, I have a a 2001 Dodge Dakota with a V6, a 3.9. Okay. And uh, I've had this problem where one side of the engine, one, three, and five, uh, misfire. And I've changed spark plugs, and the problem goes away, and then it comes back, you know, an oil change later. I have no idea what's going on. I've never fixed that before, but let me just kind of think out loud here. Um, how many coils does it have? Does it have one over each coil, nope, each spark plug? One. It just has one coil that feeds all the spark plugs? Correct. Okay. And we're assuming it's electrical, but it could also be a problem with the ground circuit on those three injectors. And so you okay. call it a misfire and you're going after spark, but how about if we say, I wonder if the injectors are failing because of a bad connection to the injectors? Could that be? It's possible. Uh, i give you a little history on it. Would, would you like a little history on this, this uh, engine? Well, is it, if it's off bit. the Internet, yeah, go ahead and give me the snapshot. No, it's not, okay. off, it's not off the Internet. No, it's... Um, it's a conversion. It's a bi-fuel uh, a vehicle. Okay. Uh, you, know, you know, Arizona did the uh, the propane thing. But yes. I paid for this conversion myself, 
uh, only to use the HOV lane. But anyway, um, so it's got a uh, other electronics on there to fool the computer that it's running the injectors. You get what I'm saying? Because you're injecting the propane before the inj- uh, you're in the intake. So, so somehow you're the intake is full of propane, or you're triggering propane into the intake for the for the intake stroke of that particular yeah. cylinder. Yes, it's uh, what it, what it, what it does. It turns off the injectors, and it's telling the computer that they're running. But when you're running on gasoline or propane, the computer's always saying all oh, the the injectors are working, but it doesn't say the injectors are off. It, 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 that, that's what the old system was. This was back in uh, 2002. But, uh, well, wait a minute. Had, have, you, have you got a check engine light? Yeah, I get a check engine light, yes. And what does the check engine light code say? Usually it used to be lean, but then now I get, uh, like I said, uh, one, three, and five misfire. Okay, and, and those uh, are all on the same side of the motor. All the same side. And then yeah. uh, I had an issue. I had to change the catalytic converter, the converters. It's a California mission. So uh, what I did, it melted that side, and I had like 20 pounds of uh, 20 PSI of uh, back pressure. So it, 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 it might have done some damage, but, but once I changed the spark plugs, the, the problem went away, and then all of a sudden it came back. So I was okay. like... Five might have lost. Yeah, I, you know, there's just there's too many moving parts here. Um, mm-hmm. you, we don't do it. We don't care that the computer's being fooled. We don't care about any of that. We want to know if uh, the computer's capable of opening and closing the coil, and that provides spark. And we want to make sure okay. that if if it's misfiring, are we missing spark or fuel? And you got to get there before you go to step two. So you know, if you right. wanted to. You could uh, put a can of propane on your hip and uh, run a five, six foot of hose into the air cleaner. And then when you start getting a misfire, and obviously the misfire is very drastic because you're losing half the motor. So if you opened up propane and fed it into the intake and all of a sudden the thing started idling good and running good and then shut it off and then you shut the thing off and... and, uh, I guess who's the dogs in in the studio? <laughs> you can hear that. <laughs> anyway, um, the the real question that you can't answer yet is 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 this spark or fuel? That's it, and and you have to answer that before you figure out what it is. It's it's if it's fuel if it's a fuel related problem, then obviously we're not getting the fuel into the cylinder. It's running too lean. But if it's a rich condition, we should have a rich code. And then if it's a spark problem, we should have a rich code because we didn't ignite the, the, the stuff inside. So you've got so many moving parts there that I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the shop wants to see the miss, wants to feel the miss. But, I mean, right. one of the very first things I'd do is, is I'd take the air cleaner off of it and feed it some propane and, and see if I could, when it's missing and when it's wherever it's missing, um, all I want to do is see if if we if we can add some additional fuel to the air intake and see if we can if it's a fuel problem because if we add fuel and all of a sudden it's better then it's a fuel problem so then we have to figure out why we're starving three cylinders on one side and and not on the other side so right I I I've never run into this problem but on a one to ten scale that can't be more than a seven so it's just not that big of a deal <laughs> um, what part of town do you live in I live in uh, East Mesa. 
Okay, I don't have anybody in in East Mesa to help you. You there's a couple of guys, Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Um, he'd 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 this would be right up his alley. Um, and as far as north, Blackwell at 40th Street and Greenway, he this is right up his alley. And those two guys are are really good with the diagnostics, and they both got gray hair and they got you know chest hair that's gray and it crawls out the top of their t-shirts and all that kind of stuff. So they've been around a while. And so those are the two guys that you you might and and both of those are tied to some extent with the vehicle emissions program in town, so they have the equipment necessary to look at the tailpipe tail and and that's another thing too is is what's the tailpipe emissions when this is all happening, and most of us have a five or seven gas analyzer, so if we've got a high HCs and no CO, then we're not, we got a problem with the spark, and on the other hand, if we've got yeah. high CO and then we have no and 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 high HC along with it, then we're flooding the engine with fuel. So that's those are the that's those are the tests that we would normally take. And that's just the best I can do. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. But here's what I would ask you to do. My email address is easy. It's Mark at MarkSalem.com. If you get it fixed, send me an email and tell me what fixed it. because um, I'd like to learn. I've never had that question before. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank right. you very much, Bear Mark. All right. You bet. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem, I'm happy to help you with that. If you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, 888-960-9696, 888-960-9696. And when we talk about cars, I'm going to admit if I don't know the answer. It's a whole lot better to just admit you don't know the answer than to try to explain to everybody why the fix was fuel and Mark guessed spark. Because <laughs> we need spark and fuel and compression to make all that happen. So as we go through those kinds of things, um, I've been doing this a long time, since 1988, and uh, I, I I learned the hard way in the first three, four, five years of radio of my radio life that you don't just spread... Um, bull manure on the ground because somebody's going to call you on it so but if you've ever fixed this problem and you can explain it with respect to spark and fuel and and what was it doing and how did you know that then you could call in too 602-508-0960 my name is mark salem we're here every saturday and we're here for two hours so we're going to go all the way up till noontime phoenix time and we're an hour and a half away from that you're welcome to call 602-508-0960. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the self-defense for car expense ideas that I have that will save you money, especially when you start looking at some of those specials. And we'll talk about the pitfalls of the specials. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserit paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage and Rocket Companies. 
Last year, we saw historically low mortgage interest rates. What you may not know is that interest rates are already starting to increase, and it's likely that trend is only going to continue. Our team of experts is standing by to help you save before rates go up. Don't look back and wish that you had taken action. Call 833-8-ROCKET or visit rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Arizona Army National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism, they think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this, you can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for, it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover key tar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. We're talking about cars and car repair stuff. Let's go to the phones because we've got Lori. And Lori, ladies, you're first. How can I help you? Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a 2009 Toyota Camry, and I haven't taken it in, but I thought I would give you a call because I've never experienced this before. And then I also wanted to get a recommendation to, uh, of where to take it. Okay. Um, my rear squeals, but only if I'm backing up, and it doesn't matter if the brakes are engaged or not. And the bearings in both of those sides have already been replaced. Okay. Well, the the bearings and the brakes have two completely different symptoms. If you have a bearing problem in the back, 
it's going to be aggravated when you make a sweeping turn to the right or left at highway speeds. So otherwise, you're you're going to go straight and you're going to make a sweeping turn to the right. And if it if you make the sweeping turn to the right and it goes yig 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 yig, then the left rear wheel bearing's out of it because that's the loaded side. And 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 then when you go down this road and you turn left, then there is no noise. So there's only a noise on a right sweeping turn. It's the left side um, wheel bearing. So that's that's an easy one. When you come to a, a squeaking noise, does it, can you stop it if you gently apply the brakes when you're backing no. up? No, it's weird. That's why okay. that's why it's weird. It's but it doesn't happen forward. Up, doesn't happen forward. It only happens if I back up, and it doesn't matter if the brakes are on or not. Um, so it seems like it wouldn't be a brake issue if it happens if the brakes are not engaged. You you could think that, but that's a scary thought, and I'll tell you why, because I can't tell you how many times m- me or one of my technicians have had the same thing, and we chased our tail and ended up back at the brakes. Ah, so, okay. um, and, and, and here's how, let me think out loud. There's a squeaker on the pad, and the squeaker's job is is to let you know that the brake pads are getting thin. So this mm-hmm. little piece of metal drags on the rotor. Eee! If you gently apply the brakes when it happens, the noise goes away, but it'll come back. Well, the squeaker's just warning you that you need to have somebody check your brakes. So when you're backing up and you get it to happen, I want you to maintain the throttle on your right foot, and I want you to just push the brake pedal a little harder, but I want you to keep moving. And then you say, Mark, if I'm going to put quite a bit of pressure on it, but then the noise does go away, and I can feel my car braking even though I'm giving it gas to go backwards. I want to tell you something. There's a bunch of us gray-haired guys that could drive that and tell you what's the matter with it in about six and a half seconds. So it's really no big deal, especially since you're moving. Now, the other thing I'd want you to do is back up with a hard right turn. Turn the steering wheel all the way to the right and back up and see what happens. Then turn the steering wheel all the way to the left and back up and see what's happened. That'll help us check some other components of the rear end. What part of town do you live in? I live probably a half a mile from Blackwell, which I heard the tire caller and he had a different issue, but that's where yeah. I'm at. Like, no, yeah, uh, Greenway. Yeah, go to go on Monday mornings and Friday afternoons. Don't go for obvious reasons, but you're going to walk in there and you're going to ask for Aaron, and you're going to say, "Mark Salem said the last thing I want is Tom Blackwell in my car trying to diagnose it, but I do have a noise that I can duplicate, and it happens when I back up, and I can duplicate it in your parking lot, and I'm not going to take your." your technician and have him for a half an hour while I try to make it happen. I can make it du- duplicated in the parking lot. Could you have someone come out and, and work right with me? That's what oh, I would do. Cool. And that's, okay, um, awesome. that's typically what happens, but that's what I would do. Okay. Awesome. Thank okay. you so much. I appreciate it. No, you're more than welcome, ma'am. You're more than welcome. Yeah. Blackwell Automotive, 40th street and Greenway been around him for a very long time. And uh, and he's a good guy, and and I'm not going to send you to any. I'm not going to send any of you to anybody that I wouldn't send my mother to. So these guys have been around the block. They all know what they're doing, and we all know that we don't have to rob and cheat and lie and stuff like that to make money. Kelly, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, I have a. Uh, oh, thanks for taking my call. I have a 2014 Honda Accord push button start, okay. and the push button start has given me trouble. It uh, it never has left me anywhere, or my wife. Uh, but it seems like you have to press down hard on the brake, 
And when I talk to a dealer about it, they, they, they're thinking it's a starter, maybe. Okay, well, they, they um, let's have a different conversation. You hop in your car and you have your key fob in your hand or you set it on the console, right? Right. Okay, then you push your foot on the brake and you normally just tap the start button and it comes to life. Right. Okay, now when you hit the button, there's no noise, there's no click, there's no groan. When it doesn't start, nothing happens. Well, no, it it clicks. It it clicks and all the lights come on. And then, uh, you know, and maybe you'll try it again and it won't work. And then, you, you know, you, you, press, you press the brake a little harder and, and all of a sudden she takes. You know? Okay. So, okay. Two different uh, things here. Two different okay. things. We have a starter solenoid problem or we have a brake problem. And you, okay. I'm going to save you 50 bucks in diagnosis right now. Okay. I want you, when you get in there, I want you to you know, mess around with the... I want you to get in there, and I want you to push that brake pedal with your left foot as hard as you can and go through the start process. I need to know that the brake pedal switch needs to be adjusted, and I need you to tell me that. Okay. So we know that the brake pedal has to be on. The computer has to see the brake pedal on, and maybe we just need to adjust the brake pedal switch. So if you go in there, I want you to left foot hard, hard, hard. And if you say, every time I do that, it starts and starts and starts and starts and starts. But if I'm kind of lazy and I don't push push it really, really hard, and um, I just walk in there, there's no noise, there's no click, right? Right. Okay. The no noise, no click means we have a click and then it rrr, 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 and they're simultaneous. The solenoid fires up the starter, and the starter goes, yeah, 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 yeah. So I need to know the difference between those two, and you're the best one to tell me. So here's what I envision. You walk into a shop, and you go, I've got a Honda outside, and I can actually duplicate the problem. I'm going to walk out there. We're going to get in. I'm going to set my key fob on the console, set it on the dash. I'm going to put my my left foot on the brake, and I'm going to push my start button, and nothing's going to happen. I'll push it again, and nothing's going to happen. So then I'm going to let go of the brake, and this time I'm going to take my left foot, and I'm going to smash that brake pedal all the way through the floor, and it'll start. Okay, well, that's (laughs) if I could get it to act up when I wanted it to act up. Okay. All right. That would be one thing, you know, so Well, let let me tell you if if you go to MarkSalem.com and, and look at FAQ twenty eight. FAQ okay. twenty eight. It tells you how to use your headlights in your garage to help us diagnose a no crank problem. That's right. what you have is no crank. So if you just print FAQ twenty eight and go through it, what I'm basically asking you is this watch the headlights and i need to know what the intensity is does the headlight white and bright all the time and nothing happens during this whole process or does it dim slightly when you hit the button or does it dim a lot and go completely out do the headlights go completely out or do the head do the head headlights go from 10 bright to an 8 or do they go to a 5 or do they go to a 3 so that's all, and you can help yourself with FAQ 28, which means when I try to start the car, it doesn't start. And the headlights are, we're going to use the headlights as a voltmeter, and you're already in your garage anyway, so just turn the doggone things on, turn off the garage door lights, and watch the headlights. Okay? 
Okay, yeah. All right. All right. Good luck to you, Kelly. Thank you very much. Paul, I can't get to you. I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, you'll be my first caller. I have open lines. I have four of them. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Astrea State's Hawthorne Retirement Community would like to remind everyone listening, whatever your plans are for the upcoming July 4th weekend, make sure you and your family have a safe and sober way home and please never drink and drive. Brought to you by the management and staff at Astrea States Hawthorne Retirement Community, located in Goodyear. To learn more, visit them online at HawthorneRET.com or call 623-535-9195. That's everyone at Estrella Estates, Hawthorne Retirement Community, wishing you and your family a safe and happy 4th of July. Grinders Coffee reminds everyone texting while driving doesn't just endanger your own life, but the lives of others as well. Please don't text and drive. This special safety reminder was brought to you by Shalina Miranda and her staff at Grinders Coffee, located at 17 East Dunlap in Phoenix. They can be reached by calling 602-678-0078. That's Shalina and the staff at Grinders Coffee reminding you that smarter drivers do save lives. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be. 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you, 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. 46 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. We have uh, four lines open. We're going to get to Paul in just about a second or two. 
602 And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, 888-960-9696. And that's because we're on 960 The Patriot, KKNT in Phoenix. So you're welcome to join us. We have four lines open. You can grab one right now locally, 602 Paul, good morning. How can I help you? Yeah, I have a 2000 Cadillac Eldorado Touring Coupe. Okay. And I was driving it down the road, and I was watching the temperature gauge. And all of a sudden, it started to creep up, and it kept going and going. So I quickly turned over to the side of the road. And as I did, I started to see steam coming out from the passenger side. And I mm. got out, turned the engine off first, and then let it cool down. And I seen a little fluid coming out from the bottom there. So then... Uh, I remembered you had some people that you recommend, so I called them on Monday. And when I called them, they said either bring it in that night and leave it and they'll get it in the morning or bring it first thing in the morning. So on Tuesday, I brought it in first thing in the morning to them. And then I called them about noontime and asked them if they checked it. They still hadn't checked it, so then it went into the next day, which was Wednesday. And then I called them in about noon time and they still hadn't checked it so then it got to about 2 30 he called me and he said that uh, they checked it and it was the heater core okay so i said wow that's is that going to be hard to fix he said no so he gave me a price about uh, twelve hundred dollars and i said wow that's uh, pretty heavy can you do any better so he said, well, I'll call you back and see. So he called me back, and he told me uh, $1,239. Okay. So I said, uh, that's not better, you know. So he said, well, I could do a bypass on it, which uh, that would be three and a quarter to do. So I said, well, I really need my car now. So I said, uh, I'll just come in and get it. So that was on Thursday. So I took it to another shop right across the street. And they checked it, and they said it was a head gasket. So now I'm left with, I don't know if it's a head gasket or if it's, well, they both agreed that it was the heater core. So I do know that. Okay. But I don't know if it's the head gasket. So uh, I had it towed to my house, and I did the bypass on it for the heater core, and I turned it on, and it's still overheating. So uh, I didn't see any fluid leaking out of it or nothing. Okay, well you don't have so, what it takes to figure this out. Okay, this is you're you're this is a real big deal to you, and this on a one to ten scale is about a three and a half in my world. I, I don't uh, know about all those other shops and all that other kind of stuff. If you have a heater core leaking, you have two chances. I got to dig the heater core out from behind the glove box, and that's not easy. And that's north of a thousand dollars, virtually guaranteed. You got the heater core, you got two heater hoses, you got all the labor, all the cleanup, all the coolant, putting the cooling system back together with fifty-fifty mix, all that stuff. So I'm not worried about a thousand dollars north of a thousand dollars. Those are ballpark. And I don't know if he had shop supplies, environmental charges, or sales tax there. I don't know if he had a radiator cap in there. I don't know a lot of that stuff. But I'm not worried about that thousand to twelve hundred dollar bid, fourteen hundred dollar bid. I'm not. What needs to happen is, is this is an easy thing, but you're not going to be able to direct the repair. It's not a good idea for you to tell them that the guy on the radio said this. 
But what, what well, the thing no- is, he told me to do the bypass, so I did the bypass, and it's still over. You don't have the equipment necessary to finish the job. Okay? You can bypass it. Now we have to so fill it up what, with... Okay. So I Wait a minute. Said, well, Wait a minute. I'm not interested in what he said anymore. I'm explaining to you that the, you've only done a third of the work. You bypass, folks, when we bypass the heater core, we're just going to loop the hoses back to the engine. We're going to take this little heater out of the equation. It's not going to have coolant flowing through it anymore. After you do that, you have to fill up the cooling system and make sure it'll hold pressure, and it does. If it doesn't hold pressure, then you start it up, and you pull the spark plugs, and you find out where the water, which cylinder's got water in it. But if it starts up, and it runs good, and it idles good, and you go drive it, and everything is fine, and the gauge is between half and three quarters, then everything is fine. But you have to have a pressure test in order order to develop the pressure and the cap says 15 pounds of pressure so you put this device on the radiator neck and you put 15 pounds of pressure into the cooling system so you instantly create pressure so you can't do any of that at your house you just can't do that so I, I only advice I can give you is is if you've already bypassed it fill it up with 50-50 coolant and go drive the thing and see what happens do you know what the symptoms are for a head gasket blown Yes, it could either uh, leak out or leak in. No, 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 no. The fact of the matter is, is if you have water leaking into the cylinder, it's going to cause a misfire. And so intermittently, it's going to run pretty bad. And when it does, there's going to be white smoke coming out of the tailpipe as the coolant's being consumed by the engine. Or when you start it up in the morning, it's going to be a real hard crank. It's going to be a because we got water in one of the cylinders. So a head gasket's going to leak coolant into the cylinder. It's going to kill that cylinder because that cylinder needs gas and air and it doesn't want water. So it's going to have a misfire. And more than likely, when you take the radiator cap off of it and let it sit for a while, then it'll start and run just fine. But with the radiator cap back on, it'll build pressure. And when the cooling system builds pressure, up to 15 pounds of pressure, if there's a hole in the head gasket, it squirts water into the cylinder and kills that cylinder. So you have to have some equipment and some knowledge in order to do that. I don't know what advice I can give you. Someone needs to go in and and run the proper head gasket tests and to determine. If it were at my shop... I would pull all the spark plugs out of that thing. I would fill it up with water. I'd pressure test it three pounds over the cap. If the cap says 13, I'm going to put it at 16. I'm going to walk away from it. Then I'm going to come back a couple hours later, and I'm going to put all my guys around the front of the motor, and I'm going to crank the old engine over, and we're going to see how many spark plug holes are spitting water. If none of them spit water, and I look at the radiator system and the cooling system still has 13 or 15 pounds of pressure in it, then it ain't the head gaskets. However, that's going to cost you probably $300 worth of work. So I, mean, I, I say it's easy to do, but it, in fact, it's very time-consuming. Anyway, I, I got to run, Paul. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry that you've had this problem, but I think this might be a situation where someone um, needs to 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 better explain the procedure next. But if the customer wants to take the car and do their own testing, that's kind of out of out of our, our, our ability to to help you. So it's this on a one to ten scale. Like I said, is a three or four or a five. The head gaskets are a different story. But to diagnose the head gaskets or a blown head or something like that, then that's that's the difficult part. Who might be next, Gil? Uh, say hello to Robert. Robert, good morning. Hello, Mark. First of all, uh, happy. Uh, mem- uh, Fourth of July Independence Day to you and yours. Thank you, and thank um, you. Thank you. 
I've got a problem relating to the tire pressure sensor on my 2014 Lexus ES. Okay. Um, I noticed the yellow symbol for the tire is burning. Okay. I checked the screen for the tire pressure sensors, and all four lines are blank. Okay. Um, Upon further questioning, my wife admitted to a rather unnatural affinity for curbs. Oh, no. You yes, you might be yes, the only man in my world. One. You are the only one that has one of those wives. At, at least one bump and grind session has occurred that I was unaware of. Okay. And and we now have no, <laughs> we have, you know, zero tire pressure sensors. Are these things in series so that if one goes, they all go, or how? Or could it be like a fuse that just hits all of them at once? Um, no, it's not likely to be a fuse. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you, if the next time the plate passes you, you will make a nice donation. <laughs> I'll tell you who is more than likely going to fix it for free. Oh, okay. Go to Discount Tire. You know, they're I go very, there anyway. They're right they're, up the street. Say that again. Uh, they're right up the street. I go yeah. there all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I've already now, made numerous deposits for them. Okay. When I say free, if you have like a sensor or if you have a problem in the system that causes them to buy something to replace it, yes, you're going to be charged for that. But sure. what may need to be happen is to walk around with a particular piece of equipment and say to the car, hey, I'm over here by the right front. I want you to talk there, and we can talk to the sensors, and we can talk to the car, and we can wake the car up and make it go look at the sensors again. Oh. And and there's there's it's it's sophisticated, but the best people in town next to us, I'm just teasing right. you, is Discount Tire, and they do this a lot for. And if you're a customer and they have you in your file, um, I'm I'm quite sure the 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 price will be reflective of your patronage, and I'm quite sure they can fix it. And this isn't that difficult, but it can be for somebody that doesn't have the equipment or decides to take this on all by himself because of Homer on the Internet's going to, you know, walk him through the path. So, yeah, exactly. I don't want to take it to the dealer because I know it'll be, well, $450 to diagnose. And- well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's really a, 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 a thing like this. You... <laughs> We can take it all the way down to nothing, so we can just disable the sensors. They're inside the tire, by the way, so the tire, the, and they're not in series. So each sensor talks Wi-Fi-wise to the... So we have to tell it where each sensor's at. So maybe we'll drop 20 pounds of pressure off of one of the tires, and then we'll ask the car, where do you see the 20 pounds less? And it says on the right front, and say, no, 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 it's on the left rear. So then we swap and say, hey, that sensor is over here on the left rear. Somebody rotated the tires and didn't tell the computer that the tires were rotated. So the, like I said, I'm sending you to the best place I can send you, all of us can fix these. All of us guys can fix these kinds of things. You are best served if you're a discount customer to go there. Terrific. Thanks very much. I appreciate your advice as always. Thank you. Thank you very much. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We're going to take a break in just about fifty seconds or so, and then we're going to come back in about four minutes. And you're welcome to join us. And you'll just kind of wait till about three minutes after the top of the hour. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you, we can start with your make and model of your car, how many miles it's got on it, and then what the problem, the symptoms are. We talk about symptoms. It doesn't do any good to start guessing about the repair until we talk about the symptoms to see if the symptoms are actually tied to the particular problem. 
So oftentimes we have like this tire monitoring system. We've got people saying the tire is fine. Well, the problem is is that the car thinks the tire is over here and not over there. And then we have to fix that first. So when the tire looks for the orange sensor, it needs to know that the orange sensor where it's at. And that's kind of what we do. 602-508-0960.